Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio, show for men, by men, talking about things from a man's perspective. And today we are talking about education and uh, how important education should be is in the in the life of the child from a father's perspective. And we're talking to two educators today, Omar and Trent, both in the Jefferson County Public School System. And uh, they've got almost 40 years worth of combined experience being educators. And we are talking about the role of a father and a man in a child's life when it comes to education. You know, guys, during the break, we were talking a little bit about um, the social issues of what you guys are experiencing in your school. Trent, in high school, um, Omar, in the junior high world, middle school world. Um, talk with us about um, the, 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 the tough stuff that your kids are dealing with day in and day out, week in, week out. Wow. Do you want to kick that off? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll start it off. Uh, you know, uh, middle school is one of the most challenging times uh, in a young person's life to begin with. Uh, and then you throw on the the issues of our culture and uh, social media and being told what they should think and how they should uh, dress. And it, it, it really is a lot um, on them. And I tell you, a lot of things that I see that come through my office, um, we see uh, self-harm. Um, cutting, uh, talks of of suicide. Um, now, real quick, yeah. For those of you, for those who are outside the cutting, define cutting. Oh, uh, thank you. Um, cutting is when someone uh, takes either their fingers or an instrument to break the uh, break the skin um, on their body. Um, they'll put it on their arms and on their legs so that it can be hidden by by their clothes. And uh, you know, when you talk to anyone about that you ask them what does what does that do and they say that the pain from the cutting helps them take their mind off the emotional pain that they're that they're going through uh and it's it, you, i mean you're you're seeing an increased level in that and it's it's really really it's really really hard to to see and then these uh, are junior high these boys are, these yeah. are boys 12, or girls boys or girls boys boys and girls 12 13 14 year old Young kids yes, sir. cutting themselves. Yes, sir. And it is it is slowly creeping into the elementary level as well. So mm-hmm. you're you're starting to get ten year olds who are doing self harm um, as as well. Uh, Omar, talk to talk with us a little bit real quickly about those those kids who are doing that. Mm-hmm. What's their dad's role in their life? Well, uh, I, I think it's a wide range. You you do have um, those families where the dad is is not present for different reasons um you know we we do have kids whose fathers are in prison we have kids whose um, fathers live in a different state we have kids whose fathers live in the same city but because they um, are a divorced family um, uh, our kids are spending part of their time with dad and part of their time with um with with mom and then you to be honest with you you have fathers who are in the home with the kids, but they are checked out, checked out, preoccupied with something else, whether, whether it's, it's work, um, whether it's, I don't know how to interact with my kids, whether it is, you know what, that's a mom thing. So I'm just going to turn that over to mom. Um, so we, we, we have the, and, and again, this is a generalization. I don't want to pretend that this is like all dads. There are obviously some men out there who are great, great dads, um, to their kids. But you know when you start you start seeing a pattern when these kids come into your office and you start asking the situation, hey, 
you know, what does your dad do? Where is your dad? Uh, how, how did your dad respond to those things? And you start to, to get a lot of the, of the same responses. Wow. Trent, you were saying in the break that and now, and now you're the vice principal, so you, you're dealing with you know kids who are kind of getting in trouble and yeah. not, not kind of getting in trouble. I mean, kind of and seriously getting in trouble. Right. You, you mentioned something like 90 percent. Just talk about that. Yeah, I would I would say that of the, of the kids that I'm dealing with that are, um, again, causing trouble, disruptive in class, whatever it's going to be, especially those that are um, in trouble a lot. Uh, I would general. I would guess probably ninety percent of those are coming from single parent homes. And and again, a generalization. Most of the single parent homes are from mothers, mm-hmm. mothers or even grandmothers, right. who who are who are raising their kids. Um, and just like Omar said, dad may be in the picture to a certain degree. Um, unfortunately, a lot of times, dad's not even in the picture. Um, and so. What you get are, are and, and again, it, it, right now we were talking about this too, uh, used to be most of those behavior issues it seemed like were boys. Now it's probably evened out to, to boys and girls, equal so, amount. So, so years ago you, you'd see more boys than girls, and now you're seeing and, yeah, pretty much a 50-50. Yeah, in, in terms of habitual problem kids or yeah. you know i say it's girls kids. and boys yeah yeah uh, girls and boys are both um again disruptive behavior or um uh just disrespect towards whether it's peers or adults whatever it might be um yeah it's about the same now the, 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 these kids that you're addressing and dealing with week in week out they are for the most part missing a they a male the male figure I, yeah, in their I, life again that's a that's a generalization just like Omar said uh, you know I have some kids who 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 are uh, disruptive and things and, and they come from from you know solid family units um, but again a generalization most of my kids that I'm dealing with um, when I'm calling home I'm calling mom uh, and and or uh, or I may be calling mom and dad's there but dad's not there. You know, kind of like we talked about, that that's preoccupied. The, 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 he's just he's just not he's not necessarily engaged. It's in, it, it's interesting that you're you're talking about this. And when I when I read the Bible, it says over and over again, fathers, right? That this is you know, whether you're reading the Book of Proverbs or whether you read uh, you know De- Deuteronomy chapter six or whether you're Ephesians chapter five, you know, fathers, dads, train up your kids in the ways of the Lord. You know, right? And these kids are missing out on the the dad's role, right? Oh, oh gosh, yeah. And I'll even talk to. I mean, I'll even talk about myself. Um, there are times I come home from what's been a long day, and the last thing I want to do is come home and get into a conversation <laughs> right. with my kids. But hey, what's going right. on at school? What yeah. you know? I, I want to come home and take a break from everything. Yeah. Um, Catch up well, on ESPN score. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and again, I'm I'm acting like. My wife doesn't need a break, you know, from everything she's been doing all day, yeah. uh, kind of a thing. Um, but I, you know, myself, I'll, I'll, there, there will be days past when, when I have not, I've not checked in at all with what are my kids doing in school, and and I'm one of the guys here talking about how important it is, you know. <laughs> um, so it is easy. And we talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, dads like to hit the easy button, you know, and and but it's gosh, it's so. 
important. It's critical. Yeah, you have to be, and you have to be purposeful about it. You know, I had one of my boys when he was going through high school. Um, I was on him on his academics. I mean, I was on him, and he brought home a report card, and he he got a C, and he had some missing assignments, and and and, and I was like, just asking myself, not even asking him. I was like, how did that happen? I'm on him, but life was happening mm. because I had other children in the home. And at some point, I'm supposed to pay some attention to my wife, this beautiful woman that's walking around my house. And I was like, who is that? Oh, man, she's gorgeous. <laughs> she's married to me? That's awesome. That's awesome. And so, you know, a, a life happens, and we understand that. That just means you have to be purposeful in engaging in what's going on in the lives of your kid because it's easy to let that time skip by. So, so really what you're saying is, I mean, dad, when, when, at, at some point in the evening, we've got, to, we've got to ask our kids what's going on. We've got to engage them. We've talked on this show numerous times about being a dad and being, what, what it mm. means as a father and how we need to disciple our kids. And that doesn't happen just accidentally. Right. What, what you're talking uh, about, Omar, yeah. is we've got to be intentional. We have right. got to be focused and, and really prayerful as we, as we b- pour into our kids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's no time off. Really, dad. Dad is oh a full time job, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is a it is a full time. No wonder job. we're tired. Yeah. Right, and you're getting up right. at four forty five. I get up four forty five every morning. What's up with that? <laughs> L- listen to us guys talking about the, the wives are going. You've got to be kidding. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> the wives are. Like, yeah, no kidding. Like what? Ooh, this yeah. is hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah, my wife's right. a stay at home stay at home mom. So she stays home with the four little ones. Never so, gets a break. Never oh, gets a break. So, so I, but I'm smart enough to know. I never walk in the house and be like oh honey you should hear about the day I had because I can see it's like okay don't throw that baby please I was just joking you know I just kind of wanted to tell you about it but yeah uh, yeah Okay. Okay. Now I want to. I want to. Uh, I know we got. We're going to wrap up here in this segment, but I want to talk. Just in, introduce the whole of how God is using you guys. I know you guys aren't perfect, but you guys love the Lord, and you guys are in are in education because God has called you there, and and yet our culture says. You can't bring that stuff in here. Mm-mm, no, you can't. You can't talk about that kind of stuff. We're going to unpack that the next segment. How God is using you, and and your role in that as kind of your hands tied behind your back, spiritually speaking, right. in the public school world. And we're also going to ask the guys, what do you wish could happen mm. for the father's role? You've got a bird's eye view that that we don't have as educators. What could be some, a couple of few things that fathers can do to really make a huge impact in their child's education. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back shortly on our final segment for Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our fourth and final, unfortunately, segment of Solid Steps Radio. We're talking to Trent and Omar, two Fathers, husbands, and educators, and uh, what we're talking about, a topic that, you know, I'm learning more and more as a husband and a father, is is being a man is doing hard things, not easy things. That's not okay. It's okay to do easy things, but it's easier to do easy things than it is hard things. I mean, hard things is having conversations with your wife. Hard things is doing a budget. Hard things is uh, apologizing to your kids. And I think talking to your kids about education, which is something I am not great at. Sometimes I've gone semesters where I'm like, I don't even know what grades they got. 
and and we're homeschoolers for the most part. You know, we go to a, a, a hybrid school, but I can tell you whether you're homeschooling, mm. Christian education, or public education, guys need to be leaning in towards this as opposed to leaning away. Yeah, because it's it is really important. And so, guys, t- talk to our dads. I mean, if you could if you could just wave a magic wand as a vice principal, mm. as a counselor, what would you say to our dads, and what would you do to make things better in at at your school? And in our in an environment where you work, and what would that look like? Why don't you start now? Um, engage would be the first thing I would say, and that, that could be just as simple as mm. checking in at least once a week, if not multiple times a week, with your kids. Hey, what's going on at school? You got any tests coming up this week? How are your grades? You got any homework tonight? And and check on the grades. Yeah, yes, <laughs> check on them. Um, you know, I've, I'm I'm fortunate. I've got I've got kids who pretty much stay on top of it. I, like I don't have to tell them it's time to go do your homework. Um, again, I'm I'm fortunate there, but I still make an well. That's, make an uh, effort. That, that, that's not by accident though. That's you. Well, and, you that's you and well, Heather. That's, that's, that's Heather. <laughs> <laughs> we do it, as we as we talked about. No, but I, I do think it's it's. I do think that's kind of as they've grown and yes. they've and they've and they've noticed that. Um, so engage. But, what, but, what else? Yeah, but still engage. So here would be my other my other big thing, and I think this this carries beyond education. But I think it's important to praise your kids for work ethic right. more than natural ability. Right. Wow, that's good. Because here's what's going to happen. Your kids may be great in math, and math is really easy. At some point, they're going to come up with some against some math that's hard. And they got to push through it. And they've got to work at it. Whereas if they've just relied on talent, uh, natural ability, and they haven't developed that work ethic, and again, that, that extends way beyond education, but yeah. they haven't, then are they going to crumble? Are they going to give up? Are they going to just resign to not being successful? Or are they going to push through that? So what you're really talking about is work ethic, perseverance. Correct. Endur- the, the endurance muscle, develop it, deepen it, strengthen it. Because as we all know, it just gets harder. Yeah. Life not, by design. I was going to say, well, education, right. it just gets harder. You know, you, get, you go from middle school into high school and more expectations. It gets more difficult. You go from high school... Uh, to college or to, um, um, you know, some other post-secondary uh, education, it's more difficult. And and along with that, as it gets harder, it's also more self-driven. Mm. The, I think the further you go, the more self-driven it is. You know, I, I talk to kids now who are juniors and seniors in high school who really, when it gets down to it, it's up to their parents encourage them and their parents push them, but it's up to them to decide, I really want to be successful. Yes. Um, and especially after high school, whether kids are moving out or kids are going to college, what, I mean, it is up to them to, see to, what... to want to be successful. Wow. And if they don't have that drive and that, again, you know, as you said, that perseverance, what's that going to look like? Without a good support system behind them, it gets really difficult. So, you, Trent, you're saying engage. Dad's fathers engage number two praise them for good work ethic praise them for doing the right thing and hanging in there omar what would you say uh we need to have uh more males in the school i mean actually showing up at the school you you, uh, dads men we need you on the uh ptsa 
We need you to chaperone the field trips. We need you to be at the evening performance, um, the mm-hmm. evening concerts. Uh, and, and sometimes that means you're going to take time off work. That means you're going to take time. So You're going to take a day off work because at, you're going to be at school. Right. So, Trent, what we're actually talking about is a paradigm shift in our culture that says, okay, mom's going to take time off to do this thing at school, but dads don't. And and dads have to be purposeful. That, that means that there's some bosses out there who are going to have to say, you know what, it, I, it's important for you to do this with your kids, yep. for your kids. So I'm going to give you that time loss as well so that you can go and, and do this. And it, it, it has to, we, we have to begin looking at this. And, and I could real, speak, real quick speak of this from the African-American perspective in our community. A lot of the issues that we're facing in our African-American community is because we need for our men to man up, be responsible for their children, be responsible for their mothers. It's time for us to man up to address the issues that are happening in the African-American community. We have to be there and we have to stop checking out. If we are looking for a solution, it comes in the form of Jesus Christ. And it comes in the form of manning up God's way. Those are the only things we're going to do. Not more police on the streets, not more programming after school. We need African-American men to man up and be fathers for their children. Amen. And you know what? I think, Omar, I think you could become a preacher. He is at well, school, right? That's right. At school. That's right. Yeah. You know, uh, and what you reminded me of is what Paul wrote to the church at Corinth. He said, be on your guard, men. Stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage. Engage. Hang, be involved. And then do everything in love. Right. First Corinthians chapter 16. Talk with us. Um, well, this, this hour has flown by, but I, I want us to talk, talk with us a little bit about how God is using you and how difficult it is to live out your faith in the midst of a culture that says, hey, this is a public school system. You can't do all that stuff. How do, how do you guys do that and yet keep your job? Well, you know, I'm reminded <laughs> of, of the, the word of God that says that if you lift me up before men, I will lift you up. And if you deny me before men, I will deny you. So I, I understand what the interpretation of what we're supposed to do or not be able to do. But you know what? My personal opinion, there's too much at stake. So if that means I have to proclaim the name of God in my job, then so be it. And if that means that people have an issue with it, then so be it. There's too much at stake for me not to be able to present the only solution to the issue that's in my office because I'm worried that I may offend someone or someone may not like what I do. So you know what? I talk to my kids. I have kids who come in who have horrible um, self-image, and I tell them, God created you. That makes you awesome. I'm not going to not talk to them about God because I'm worried about I'm going to offend someone. Parents come into my office. You know what? Can I pray with you? Of course I ask them. But I have never had a parent say, no, that's okay. I'm fine. Every parent I've ever asked, can I pray with you over this situation? They've always been, thank you so very, very much. So I'm going to proclaim the name of God in my job in spite of what some people may believe or not believe. That's me. That's, uh, that is awesome. Trent, what about you? Um, yes. Um, wow. That's a, that's a long question is what, is what, is what that is. Um, it is, uh, you, I mean, you do have to live it 
you know, it's, it's, it's really got to be a part of, of who you are. And we, you know, we talk about in church about compartmentalizing our, our life and yeah. this is my work life and this is my family life and this is my, my church life and that kind of stuff. Everything has got to fit inside Christ. And, and the way you, the way you lead your family has got to be around Christ. The way you go to work has got to be all, all around Christ and what, and what he's doing in, in your life. And I think that overflows into the way that you treat people. Yes. Um, and I talked earlier about, you know, the toughest thing is day after day coming in and not holding that grudge. Um, loving those kids who give you every reason not to love them. Um, and, and kids, kids see that they, they, see, they, they, they see Christ in you. They, they see it. And how do I know that? Because they come back after I've suspended them for a little, for a little <laughs> length of time because, and again, they had some not so nice words to say to me on the way out the door. And, and I see them back on Monday and they are, they will come to me with a problem. Right. Or they'll, they'll, they'll or, or our first interaction is very uh, respectful, both both ways, and I and they they know that that's that I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to hold that grudge. I'm not going to hold that against them. Now, I, again, I don't may not necessarily trust them as much as I used to, uh, but they know that they can come to me. They, they know I'm going to be fair, uh, and 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 again, that all comes from um, the way that I'm supposed to love them. The way Christ calls me to love them, do which every, is do everything in love. Yeah, which is which is again we talk about hard things, is hard sometimes, uh, and I don't get it right all the time. Not not gonna sit here and try to th- try to say that I do, um, but you got to love those kids. You right just got to love them right where they are. Yep, guys, I can't believe our time's up, but it's been fantastic to have you. I love your hearts. I love how God is using you. And I just want to say, keep keep up the keep up the good work, keep up the faith. And uh, would you pray for our men, uh, Trent? Won't you start out just real real short prayer because we got to close her up here. But uh, thanks for coming in, guys. Sure thing, Heavenly Father. Thank you for the opportunity um, to do what I do, uh, and I pray for dads out there, God, that they will understand the calling that they have mm-hmm. and, uh, as fathers, as husbands, um, and as men who need to be engaged in their kids' lives. Press it upon their hearts, God, to see the need and to feel the call, God, to engage in every part of their kids' lives. Father, you've given us a great responsibility. We pray that you will empower us to be fathers for our children, to be husbands for our wives, to be leaders in the community. Lord, we know that it's difficult and there are things out there that are trying to trip us up, but we pray by the power of Jesus that we will be lifted up so that we can lift you up. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, I'd like to thank Omar and Trent for coming in, but also I want to thank Omar and Trent for standing in the gap of being an educator because a lot of guys don't. So I want to thank you all for that. So uh, thank you for listening. We'd love to hear back from you, some feedback. And if you know an educator who's in in the education business, you need to pass this along to them for them to be encouraged and to know they are playing a part in God's story he's writing. Hey, thanks for listening. And by the way, if you want to walk solidly in life, you need to walk with Jesus. And if you don't know what that means, find somebody who does or contact us. We'd love to talk to you about that. Thank you. Thank you for listening again to Solid Steps Radio. We are-